Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The Zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite Devo Davis. Davis. Davis going right to the rack. Pretty finish with his left hand. Devo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience. And Devo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. Timeout, 2.9, Arkansas by two. What a shot! Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now, let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis. And on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, there he is. Five straight in the SEC. Devo, congratulations. Welcome back. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. So, uh, what time did you guys get back in from Oxford last night? I think around like 11 something. We have to go to the big airport because. Um, it was like they said it was below freezing or whatever the case was down here, but when we got here, it was it wasn't um, as bad. So, but we had to drive back from the big airport. So I think about eleven something. Everybody we had got here. I saw the picture from the plane. Give give me a description. What's it like on a plane ride home after a big win on the road in the SEC? Oh, wonderful! Um, everyone is excited, happy, and talkative, and we just um, enjoying the win. Are y'all playing talking- music, dancing on the plane? What's going on? <laughs> no, we just be chilling. But now um, we just talked about uh, how the game went, and then um, prior to this game, and um, go from there. I'm curious, what is it like on the road? What's the itinerary? When do y'all leave? What do you do? Uh, kind of walk walk me through step by step, hour by hour, when you're, you're you go on the road. Well, so basically, you get there. Uh, Maybe an hour after or two hours after we when we get to where we're going, we go shoot go to shoot around and then um have have a little dinner. And then um do a little film and things like that. And then after that um uh, we're able to just chill after film and um just um walk around each other's rooms and stuff, talking to each other and stuff like that. And then um that morning we wake up, depending on what time the game is, if it's an early game, we don't have a shoot around but like like last like last game like old mid game we played at six o'clock so we had a shoot around around ten something um, to eleven something and so then after that we just go eat we ate lunch and then after lunch we watch some film again and then that's the last film session and we just get some rest until the uh, until we leave two hours before the game. Yeah, but you guys have defensively turned up the heat and that has really been a, it looks like a key to this winning streak. Was it something that was said, a different focus, or just maybe doing things a little bit better and, and more attention to detail than what you guys had shown before? Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, it's a little bit more focus. Uh, just knowing that we, we need we need to win every single game from now on uh, to dig, a, dig ourselves out the hole that we have dug. And so I think um, the focus is the key point. And then looking, looking back, um, I think, we we did talk to each other more and uh, communicate more on what things how things should go on the court, player wise, and I think that's helping us out a lot as well. Evo, that one three one zone that Ole Miss played, 
it was uh, it was kind of frustrating to watch. I had a lot of people talk to me. It was just kind of a almost a boring game because it's it's slow. It's a slow place. It's paced game. You had to work for your shot, and a lot of times you're getting a shot off right before the the shot clock expires. Is it frustrating mm-hmm. to play against? Um, I would say yes for us because we don't see it all the time. But at the same time, I think if we just pick when we did pick our spots, it was easy to uh, swing the ball around without dribbling the ball and get easy pa- easy passes to dunks and layups and easy corner threes and things like that, which is what one three ones uh, can to do. Uh, have you really score off the base off the baselines that um. Out of the middle, and so I think that helped us out a lot. Even though know, Ole Miss was really running around everywhere, trapping everywhere, but I think it helped us out um, with some of the plays that we put in um, prior prior to the game. Devontae Davis, join us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, courtesy of our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. You know, you guys have had such a nice run here in the SEC. I almost hate to turn your attention to a different league. But the Big 12 SEC Challenge always fun, and there's some great matchups. I think you guys have a really good matchup, despite the fact you're playing a West Virginia team that's on a, a bit of a losing streak right now. So you really have two teams headed in different directions right now. Since you guys have been on such a good run in conference play, is it a little weird to maybe shift your focus here, or is it just another game and get ready for the next opponent? Yeah, it's just another game. Um, we, we, it's a, uh, I think West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken, it's a quad one. or quad two, one and two. So, I mean, um, it's just another game. And, and we know that it's not an SEC team, but we're going to prepare just like it's an SEC team and continue this win streak. Yesterday, Devo, someone called, and they were asking us about uh, how much y'all practice at Bud Walton Arena or shoot at Bud Walton Arena. What would you say is the percentage of time spent practicing or shooting inside Bud Walton Arena versus the practice facility? Um, I can't tell you for sure that we all shoot better in the practice facility. And I say that because we always we, we practice that more than Bud Walton. Knowing that um, sometimes the girls have to practice in Bud Walton as well because, you know, they play there as well, so. I think we shoot better in in, in the practice facility, but I mean, we have to just learn, we have to uh, continue to get shots up in the water when they, when we're able to, and um, just continue to um, try to try to make shots when when it counts, which is in the game. Uh, I was just looking through the roster here. I forgot that Gabe Osaboyan ended up at West Virginia. Yeah, interesting. I yeah, forgot that he was over there now. I, yeah, he is over there. Um, I actually, I think, uh, he, yeah, he was here with Mike Anderson. I came on a visit back then, and um, I I was talking to him. I was talking to him a lot. Uh, him with uh, Daniel Gafford when he was there as well. So mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know Gabe pretty well. If you guys started, I assume you haven't started looking at West Virginia much yet at all. No, uh, we, we will today for sure. Gotcha. So we, we were talking earlier, Devo, about the bench and the fact that you guys have kind of shortened things down a little bit. Seven players, really significant minutes last night, um, with a, you know obviously a handful of guys playing heavy minutes. You know, I'm just we were talking kind of about fatigue and you know wear and tear as the season wears on. Is that something you concern yourself with at all? I mean, I know you guys basically had the same kind of approach last year. We went back and looked at the minutes, and it was kind of a similar distribution of what you guys are doing this year with the different set of players. Um, did, did you guys feel like at all, I mean, having gone through this last year, did you guys wore down at all with the, the limited bench or shortened bench? I don't know. Um, Coach, Coach Mush said that um, deeper and deeper into the season that he will shorten a bit, and um, when you get in, just play your minutes, and um, it's coming into play now. And so I think that's something 
I think that's something that is going to help us out in the long run. But I know that the people that's not getting as many minutes will be ready once they come in. Chris likes do really well. Sorry about that, Devo. Chris likes is going through a, a tough stretch right now. You had your, you know, a moment in the season where you went through a tough stretch. Is there something you can you can tell him, or do you talk to him? How how do you keep a a teammate's head up when they're struggling? Yeah, man. Chris talked about, uh, talked this morning actually, and uh, now we just talked about the game and, and how 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 to approach certain things, uh, not even in just game um, practice as well. I mean, you know, you have tough stretches. I mean. I'm going through one at the same time, um, knowing that I can have, I can do I can do better than what I'm doing, but I'm just trying to play solid right now and just do whatever it takes to win. And so I know I know what how he feels, and I know that when when his time comes, he's gonna he's gonna be effective on the court, no matter if it's getting to the free throw line and drawing fouls or or making a big shot. Um, and whatever it takes may be, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be okay. And I told him, man, me and him continue to talk because, like like he told he told me this morning, he don't know if he got any any more years left. So he's he's worried about um, the the next step. And I told him just just worry about the rest. You got a long rest of the season, you know. Like you got SEC um, the SEC tournament. You got March Madness. Um, hopefully we get there, and and then you got um, half of the conference half of the conference left. So. I told him, don't worry about what's next. Worry about every game coming coming forward. And I think everything else will just follow up in play. And that's how I look at things because I haven't had the best year either. And and I know that once 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 that time comes, we're going to take full advantage. And so I'm not going to force anything or or make things um, out of out of pocket. I'm just going to continue to work hard um, when no one's looking, which is behind closed doors and just. Just know when my time comes, it's gonna be my time. And when last year I had that time, and I made, I made, and I made, I made plays. And so I was waiting on, waiting on my turn. And I know Chris is gonna wait on his turn. And and the rest of the guys that that haven't played many minutes will will produce once they get on the court. Do you know why you haven't had the season you wanted? Uh, I I think I think it's just me just knowing there's a lot of things going around around. Such as knowing that I got a different role and I got to, uh, I try to lead, I try to do so much at once, and I'm not so, I'm not, I'm not so used to it, and so I'm just gathering all, gathering all those things together and just trying to connect the dots, and and once I connect the dots, I think um, the sky's the limit for sure. We've been uh, just uh, amazed watching Jalen Williams these last two weeks. He was the uh, co-SEC Player of the Week. We said uh, after the game last uh, Tuesday that was his best game as a Razorback. Then he follows that up with, I think, even a better game against A&M. And then last night uh, he does it again with 18 points, eight rebounds. Um, did you see this coming? Did you Could you feel that Jalen was about to take this big jump? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I thought it was going to happen last year, um, knowing that, he he really really um increased increased his range um uh, consistent uh consistently and and I knew in workouts that uh, he was getting better and better um knowing that he was getting faster on his feet um he wants to lose more weight he started eating healthier and things like that so I knew it was coming I thought it was gonna happen at the end of last year which which it really did um uh, you guys a lot of outsiders just didn't see it as much because we had a lot of other um great players around us. But um, no, I think I think last year um, he took a huge, really huge step, and 
it's showing more and more now, and he's one of the one of the stars for sure and the leader of the team. Trey Wade has also stepped up. He played really well last night. Coach Musselman said y'all call him Uncle. Y'all call him Uncle uh, Trey, yeah. Uncle Wade, just plain Uncle. What 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 are y'all calling him? Yeah, we call him Uncle Wade. We just say Uncle. And, uh, it's crazy because uh, we all we all we since he got here we've been calling him since um. I think I think if I'm not mistaken, he might be the oldest on the team and stuff. And then just the way he moves and things like that is um, methodical. But when he gets the job done, as you guys see and stuff, I think that's something that um, nobody can take from him. Is he that crazy uncle at the family reunion, or is he the the cool uncle, or is he you know the responsible <laughs> uncle? Which uncle is he? He's the cool, calm, and collective uncle that is always um, talk to you on and off the court. Uh, he's a He's gonna be he's gonna be made back, but uh, I think in practice he's um, the most talkative um, on the court. He's the most talkative. I think that helps us out a lot. Uncle Wade, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, Devo, thank you for the time today, buddy. Congrats on the win. Keep it rolling in the in the Big Twelve matchup this weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. All right, take care. See you, Devo Davis.